Chime in, anytime. <laughs> oh no, I'm enjoying this far too much. Haven't you ever seen a rare hairless Wookiee before? Oh. Always remember I am Always remember I am not a Wookiee. Hello there, and welcome to episode 59 of Distant Echoes, a Star Wars podcast where we travel through the galaxy watching each episode of every Star Wars TV series in whatever order we please, as well as many other little spectacular specials. I'm your host, Cass. And I'm your other host, the tip, the top tip, tip chef. I knew I was going to fuck that up. Top tip, titty tits. The top tip, tip chef. Also known as Tommy. Yeah, and today, if you couldn't tell, we're going to be talking about the Star Wars Lego Christmas special. Yes, we uh, put this on TV, what, last year Christmas? And decided that we might give the our, our beloved 1978 holiday special a break this year. However, it will not be without... I probably referencing it at least a few times, but also we're going to get back to it. Don't worry. We're coming back to that one year because it is my favorite thing in the whole world. But, you know, we've got a lot of different episodes going on right now. It's been so much fun doing all these different sequences of things. We have a lot of things coming up that we're going to do that are going to be new and exciting. Um, And actually, I guess our next episode, if that's okay, I go ahead and maybe talk about it a little bit. So, again, today we're just going to be going over the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special for, for little shits and giggles. And then, <laughs> for our own holiday jam and anniversary, we are going to Disney. Yeah, when this episode releases, we will be in... Disney. The Magical Kingdom. I don't actually know where we'll be. Not just the Magical well, Kingdom. That's only one oh, part okay. of it. But Tommy knows nothing about Disney, so it's going to be really fun. But... Primarily, we're going to spend a lot of time in Hollywood Studios because we're going to go to Savvy's Workshop and make our own lightsabers. We're going to the Droid Depot, make Mm -hmm. our own droids. We're going to go to the Cantina twice, at least. Um, Once the beginning of the week and at the very end, we're going to take pictures in the park when it's empty with our lightsabers, which is going to be really dope. Yeah, and Um, I will will say, too, while this is dropping, um, I don't know how much we're going to specifically do this because we want to enjoy ourselves too but we'll probably do maybe like a couple posts on instagram so if you're not following us there go check us out uh at distant echoes sw probably oh yeah also I, put i plan to fully maybe some make live as streams. many videos as we can yes yeah we might go live a couple of times um just for like really briefly so turn your notifications on especially um, if we see like you know the mando or ahsoka yeah, I and mean, they're taking photos because they love you can record them when you're talking to them and like have conversations with them. Yeah. So we can maybe ask them some fun questions. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um so we'll be posting lots of pictures from that. But then when we get back, our first episode of the new year, we're gonna talk a little bit about our experience, but we're also gonna do something fun to kick off the new year, uh, which is we have a friend, mm-hmm. um uh, Victor who, Caressel. He's yes. going to come on and he is creating a 
trivia specifically for me and Tommy about what we know about Star Wars. Yes, we're going to compete. I'm really stoked. We're actually, we're going to try to also record this on Zoom because he likes to have some visual like questions. And so I thought it would be fun for you guys to be able to watch us uh, compete um, but also see some of the visual questions that he puts up. Yeah. Like, who, what character is this and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Um, that will be in our next episode when we get back. So today, holiday special. Next time, a quick recap of our vacation at Disney. And then a trivia. Yeah. And then we got tons of other stuff where we'll we'll kind of dive into at some point yeah, I was after gonna, that as well. Well, I was going to I was actually going to announce some of that, I think. Go for it. To kick it off now. Yeah, so some of the other stuff that we're planning to do to kick off the new year. Uh so not 100% certain what order we're going to do this in, but I think to start things off we're going to do uh, actually, no, that's a lie. I do know what order it is. I literally like planned this all out already. You made an entire <laughs> spreadsheet. We're going to look at the Clone Wars origins. Uh, and so what that means is we're going to take a look at the Clone Wars animated film for the Clone Wars series. And then we're also going to be looking at the Star Wars Clone Wars micro series mm. the original clone wars which neither of us has actually watched we like mentioned that we've never watched it a thousand times yeah. but so now we're actually gonna do it and it's the year of we haven't watched our things. lord and savior after that we're gonna do our deep dive into andor because theoretically we should be theoretically <laughs> we should be getting andor at some point in the new in the a new season of andor at some point in the future so we want to make sure that we are right there with it and we got some cool stuff that we're going to kind of filter in and theoretically we should have watched andor a year and a half ago yeah so, in theory <laughs> you know case in point being probably theoretically yes occasionally in theory Cass, communism is great on paper in theory yeah that's a that's a Simpson joke that I think I butchered. Okay, um, I didn't get it, but that's fine. But yeah, we have a lot of really exciting stuff going on. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about too is, in addition to us having some exciting stuff going on, our compatriots on the Glitterjaw Network have <laughs> some really exciting stuff going on too. And we just want to shout out some recent releases from everybody on the show because, like, if y'all are listening, y'all are doing top tier shit. Uh, tip yep, top tier tip yeah. yep. And uh, I think it's just, I think we should just like give kudos. And like, if you haven't checked out some of our other fellow hosts, um, go give them a listen. So uh, the mixed reviews at the time of recording this uh, just released episode 143, which is 90s Christmas movies. Hell yeah. Um, and I will, I will readily admit that that dropped today and I just started listening to it. So, but so far it's been great and I'm really excited about that. Um, I 90s Christmas movies are just there's something very special about them. Mm-hmm. So um, we also have Are You My Mother just released Morticia Adams, uh, a deep dive into Morticia, which was really fun and also featured our good friend So Stick. horny. They were very horny for Morticia That's Adams. That's great. Who, uh, who isn't? Yeah. Um, our friends over at Novel Gaming uh, released their 2023 year in review. Uh, and that was a great episode. It was super exciting. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then Walloping Web Snappers is on episode number tw- uh, 212. They are on part two of Bring On the Bad Guy. So check them out. And then finally, two other shout outs. Uh, Screonk, a Godzilla movie marathon, just released. 
and uh, their the return of featuring. Oh my god, they didn't just release the return of Godzilla. They didn't release that. <laughs> they themselves. I don't think they have that power. Uh, but <laughs> they just know. they just watched uh, the Return of Godzilla, which is the 1984 film. And then finally, huge shout out. Uh, the guys over at Gimmicks um, just featured. They looked at Doctor Who, mm. the episode being uh, Midnight, nice, which is a phenomenal episode, and it featured Hamish Steele, who is the creator of the Dead Endia comic series and the was the showrunner for Dead End Paranormal Park. So that's so uh, cool. Great conversation um, and really, really just awesome stuff from everybody over at Glitterjaw. So if you're if you're looking to tune in to something new. Give them go go give one of those go, a listen. Go, go go do it. Go 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 go. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get going with some Lego shit. Woo! Twas the night before Life Day, in a galaxy far, far away. Looking good. Tree, food, decorations. Coming together, heroes were to celebrate the day. Please be a cape. Please be a cape. It's a wrap. For Ray, adventure called. And she thought it would be fast. Wow. But there she found a key to the galaxy's past. Sorry, sorry. Oh, oh, Master Luke, what are you doing? This is so cool. We've seen my master. My master's master. Concentrate. My master's father. Impressive. My master's father's master. Emperor Palpatine? Hmm? I don't believe it. Uh... You think maybe you could put a shirt on? It's a key oh. to travel across space and time. <laughs> I will change the future. So sure are you. Mm-hmm. Less talky-talky, more fighty-fighty. Ah! Ah! Hard races. Jeez. Oh, double jeez. <laughs> oh. So cute. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Galaxy's best emperor. Meh. You thinking what I'm thinking? Music. A time of joy. This is. Ray. Of friendship. Of family. Who are you guys? Master Skywalker. My son. I mean, my. These binary sons. Solos? You want to shoot first? After you. Um, I love Lego shit, by the way. Like, uh, uh, from the very top, no, I didn't thoroughly think this was a masterpiece at all. Oh, this no, was it was really dumb. <laughs> but, well, it, I enjoyed it to some extent, but I, it's silly. We'll get into it. I yeah. just want to say that I do like, I love the Lego video games. The Lego Star Wars video games kick ass. Any Lego video game really is great. Um, I love Legos in general. I mm-hmm. specifically like the Nano Legos right now. I have a lot of like, I've been like treating myself every now and then when I have a, a little bit of extra monies to like a $10 on Amazon, you can get like these little $10 packets of Nano Mini, Nano Mini Legos. And but you, yeah, they're usually around $10, the ones that I get. Um, and I'm trying to get all of the Eevee evolutions. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to justify spending $10 again yet because I haven't had a lot of money. But um, I have bought Sylveon and Eevee and I believe... Mil- M- Milotic. 
Yes, I was trying to decide whether or not I had another Eevee yet, but I don't. I only have two right now. I there thought was... I had Glaceon, but I don't. No, that was Articuno. So, yes, only two right now. Yeah. Yes, I have some of the other evolu- like um, Pokemon evolutions. But anyway, this Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, uh, like Tommy said, uh, this short film aired on Disney Plus on November 17th, 2020. So... Um, now, was that, did that coincide with when the... COVID, ori- yes. No, Life Day... <laughs> Life Day happened uh, for in the like when the original movie aired. Um, it was inspired by the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special, but I don't know if it. Yes, it did. I thought did it was. Really? Yeah, the original. So the the Star Wars Holiday Special also aired on November 17th in 1978. Now Tommy never let me do my own outline. He got to be putting shit in my shit all the time. I, that's an interesting fact. No, it is. It is. <laughs> there isn't really an official description. Um, but I did get this quote from uh, James Walm, vice president of uh, franchise content and strategy at Lucasfilm. Uh, he said, at the end of the day, you don't have a good Star Wars story if you don't have heart, if you don't have soul. And I think the reason those holiday stories are timeless is because there are lessons. Whether all of those specials are great or not, they're trying to warm you with a theme about being with your family, caring, loving others, being selfless. These are really... These are things that are automatically inherent to Star Wars. So we really wanted to anchor this with the idea of what is Rey missing right now? She is so focused on the burden of being the only Jedi in this new era and the duty of potentially passing on that knowledge. She's missing the point that there still needs to be time with your friends and the family you've made. Mm. So that's a cute little yeah. you know thing. It's a little convoluted when we get to the actual story, well, but I, you know, I, I will say, I think that the thing and, and we'll talk about our thoughts about it, but like, I really like even before I saw your outline, um, my my thesis be- statement behind it was like, oh yeah, it's just a story about like a found family, right? Like mm-hmm. that's what this is. It's like the the resistance fighters and Ray and welcoming Chewie and his family, of course. But like randomly, <laughs> but it's mostly. I mean, but it's mostly like this group that's come together celebrating something, and it is really like a almost kind of found family story, which I think Star Wars at its core, like, is a lot about that. Like, it's, yeah. the, it's the finding your friends that become the family to you and then rising above, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, like, that's a core, like, a core tenet, I think, of Star Wars, too. So I think that that quote matches what I felt watching it, um, whether or not the movie itself is, like, I mean, it's not something that I would, like, watch a bunch of times, but I appreciated it. Still. I guess I'm being a Grinch about it. I mean, that's exactly right. I guess what I mean by it is, like, what I meant by convoluted is, like, the especially the quote about, like, or the part about Ray. And I never thought about this, you know, her being the only Jedi right now, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I guess what I thought was weird about that was um, I actually really like this idea, and I went I'll just get back into it yeah, when we get yeah, to there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so the writer for this one is David Shane. He wrote um, Lego Jurassic World, uh, Legend of Isla Nublar, Lego Star Wars All-Stars, Lego Star Wars The Freemaker Adventures. So he is not a newcomer to Lego movies, especially not Lego Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And one thing I did really thoroughly enjoy are all the silly little references that are in here. Oh, absolutely. Like, very clearly whoever wrote this which i just said who it was it was david shane they like 
they know they're Star Wars and they get, they give really good, like fun little nerdy references for people who like know their Star Wars or even people who don't, but like fun little references, especially this story. So like, I'll be honest, this wasn't my favorite movie and I've said that already, but I did really like a lot of the silly. I liked the trajectory of the fact that it's like it, it allowed Ray to like go back in time, kind of like Christmas Carol and see all these different like things happening. Yeah. And at first I was kind of thrown off. This is what I was getting to is that at first I was kind of thrown off by the premise that Ray is teaching uh, Finn to be a Jedi. Cause I was like, where did that come from? It seemed really random to me, but you know what? I obviously would fucking love for Finn to be a Jedi. Well, that would be badass. And we did find out that he is force sensitive in one of the movies. So like, that makes sense. Well, I was um, going to say, I, I think, I think too, like, and this is a huge point of contention. And we, we've talked about this briefly. I vaguely remember us talking about where this. like, um, and I'm a uh, John Boyega. Yes. John Boyega talked a lot about how kind of Star Wars kind of screwed him over a little bit. He was featured prominently on the force awakens poster yeah. holding a lightsaber, Yeah, you know, and it was like, Oh, he's going to be like, it's going to be cool. We're going to f- have like a, a black Jedi as like mm-hmm. the central, like, you know, character in Fuck these movies. Yeah. And it just, they didn't do his story justice. Mm-hmm. Like, and we've talked about that. Um, Star Wars has a huge problem with that and, mm-hmm. and, and overall representation in general, it's getting we better. We just finally kind of got a woman Jedi or recently many female yeah. identifying Jedi. And, 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 and yeah, so I, I mean, I think that Not like saying that's justifying. I'm saying that we only just got it. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, but, but I guess what I'm saying is like, it's, I like that this leaned into that. And of course, like, I do too. It, not to like have to talk around this, but like th- this story is not canon from what I understand. Like, yeah. but which doesn't matter. No. Like it doesn't matter at all, but it's still derived from, I think the, the ideas and things like that, um, that are present. And I think that it makes sense that she would be teaching Finn. And I think to wrap up my point <laughs> is that we're getting, we're going to be getting a Ray is coming back in a film. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, She's going to be, te- I mean, not theoretically. God, that's the fucking word of the day. Theoretically. Uh, theoretically. Take a drink every time we say theoretically. Mm-hmm. Rewind. Go I back. Am. And take a drink every time we have said theoretically. Um, and if you've already rewound and got back to this point, you do have to rewind again. You need to be wasted. And keep taking drinks. And then if this is, you've already, if this is the second time you've rewound, then you got to, di- anyway, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't know how to get out of that joke. But. So, so theoretically she could be teaching Finn to be a Jedi, or they could mm-hmm. be together. He mm-hmm. not even teaching him necessarily. They could be together, like teaching Jedi in the future. So when I first saw that, I was confused because it, I literally don't remember anything from movies. It take I have to watch them like thirty times in order for them I'm to the be same. ingrained in my head. So I was very confused at first, but then I was like, "No, this is fucking awesome! I'm so glad that they yeah. did this. I don't care that it's not canon. It doesn't matter." Um, but before we get even more into the premise of it, I wanted to go. I wanted to briefly highlight. There are so many cast. There are so many cast members to this movie because, at, when we get into it, there's literally just like characters dropping out of the sky, like literally, mm-hmm. and they're just people talking. But I wanted to kind of go into some of the main characters in this. Um, so Ray is voiced by Helen Sadler, who we've actually talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, she is Suro in the old Republic. She's Ray in basically all the other Lego star Wars movies and shows. Um, but she's also Jin Urso in star Wars battlefront. And 
We talked about her most prominently when we went over the Bad Batch because she's Dr. Scalder. Yes. Who we believe is Omega's sister. Oh, we know, I think it, that's confirmed. They she confirmed that. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said that. I forgot. Again, I need to rewatch the entirety of the Bad Batch because it's my favorite thing. But yeah, we find out that it is actually her sister, apparently. So that's yep. wild. Um, Omar Miller is Finn. Uh, he's Raphael in Rise of the TMNT. Yes. Um, I, sorry, is, I love Rise of the TNMT. Yes. Uh, um, I want more of that, but it's not, I mean, they did a movie. I haven't watched it, but anyway. <laughs> Finn in the Star Wars Summer Vacation Lego movie. Uh, the Unicorn, Ballers. He's actually also in 8 Mile. Um, he was Eminem's best friend in that movie. That's That's wild. fucking crazy. <laughs> that is so cool. And if you saw him, if you Google him, I instantly remember him from 8 That's Mile. So because I used to love that movie, and I used to love listening to Eminem. Like, I thought I was so cool. Um, yeah, I uh, as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, this guy sounds familiar. I just thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Green is Poe. Uh, he's Vasco in Starfield, which I just played. And he's, like, one of the main companions that you get, which is neat. Uh, Tay in Young Jedi Adventures. Um, Olaf in Disney Speedstorm and Sid in Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. So he's obviously like a Disney. He's got some Disney characters under his belt. Not like mainstream Disney characters, but like in yeah. like spinoff stuff. Like he's played these characters. Then we have Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico, who is Rose in that's, the movies as well, which really is cool. so cool. I did not realize that. I love that. I think that's so adorable. Uh, Eric Bauza as Luke. And he is also in TMNT as Tiger Claw. He's Jimmy Pesto in Bob's Burger, which, which I think is really fun because I love Jimmy Pesto. Uh, miscellaneous voices, many voices in the Young Jedi Adventure show. Uh, he's Buster Bunny in Tiny Toons Luniversity, uh, the new Tiny Toons show. And then Jeef in Star Trek Lower Decks, who I recognize as like one of the Ferengi-like um pilots that oh. was showcased in one of the newer episodes uh trevor duvall is palpatine um he voices rocket raccoon and some guardians of the galaxy spinoff stuff not obviously the movie um and then matthew sloan is vader and i love this little shout out uh matthew sloan created chad vader day shift manager i don't know if you remember this it was like a like a i don't know if it was youtube or some type of little like short series is chat called Chad Vader oh. and he voiced Vader in that. And then he got a whole bunch of voice acting roles as Vader after that. That's so fun. Um, he was also Darth Vader in soul caliber um, force unleashed oh, one and two. Shit. And he voices Darth Vader in the rift tracks commentary for attack of the clones and empire strikes back. <laughs> and he also apparently appeared as Vader in a star Wars themed deal or no deal episode. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so like, I mean, it's kind of neat. He's yeah. a great Vader voice. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I also just like his acting chops just cause like <laughs> Vader in this is so like, I, he's such a, like, I almost said impotent, but like he is, it's not right, but it also kind of is right. Like yeah. he's just like, he's, he's so very, childish. He's very child. Yeah. I really like Vader in this. Yeah. You know, when we talk about it, I think he might be, my he's favorite. not being a father figure. He's definitely being a stubborn. He's being Anakin. Like, but like young Anakin, when he it's gives, like he gives Palpatine the mug. Like that's like, anywho, not sure you remembered, but it's life day. I got you something you're really going to like. Ooh, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> Galaxy's best emperor. 
Of course I'm the galaxy's best emperor. I'm the galaxy's only emperor. Meh. It's such a stupid and silly joke, but I kind of I kind of love it. I love it. It's so good. Also, I want that mug. Yes, I hope they have I that at too. Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to look for it so hardcore. Um, also included, some other voices you might recognize. Ben Prendergast as Darth Maul. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, which I have a little thing to say about that later. Sure. That was weird to me. I'll bring it up when I get to it. But Billy D. I don't know why I froze. Williams? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it, but you didn't. But I don't know. I don't know. Because I just wrote Billy D. But I know. I knew. It's like, oh, yeah, it's Billy D. Like, I don't need to say the rest of his name. Uh, AJ Lacasio is Han Solo. Dee Bradley Baker is many of the clones, obviously. The, there is a scene specifically with the clones. Yes. As yeah. Absolutely. Gray Figgin is Maz Kanata. James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan. And Matt Lanter is Anakin, who obviously are. God. Our Clone Wars boys. Those so, fucking guys. Yeah, I'm so glad they did this. So this was this was a joy. This was really fun. I'm just going to get right into it. Yeah. Um, so in the beginning, we have Yoda who narrates us into the story. Um, and I kind of will emphasize this more at the end. But when I first saw this kind of scene, the snowy scene, and we hear Yoda... Uh, who is probably one of the worst narrators ever because he doesn't talk in a normal voice. So like, it's really hard to understand, but I love it. Uh, Cause you know, we're used to Yoda's voice, but it's very Christmas Carol-esque, like, you know, having the narration of what's happening. He kind of sets the scene that, you know, we established that the first order and the Sith are no more and peace is spread across the galaxy. And with freedom restored, life day can again be celebrated. And so we're getting life day again. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about Christmas we're not talking about any, you know, holidays that we know of. We're talking about Life Day. This Life Day. I thought you were going to go, this is how we do it. That's like, <laughs> that's Life Day song. This is how we do it. This is Whoa. how we Life Day. Yeah, I kind of love that. I really wish now I told Tommy, I said, why didn't we not get like red Life Day robes to wear to, to Disney? <laughs> we really should have done that. And just walk around going, sha na 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 like what the fuck is this happening? is how we life day. <laughs> this is how we life day okay no one would no, understand they would think we're in some weird cult <laughs> uh which i guess could be i don't know anyway we start on kashik to celebrate life day um and we see finn training with ray to become a jedi and um she actually you know we it's very charismatic characteristic of a new Jedi learning how to let go of their emotions to feel the force. It's alright, Finn. I believe in you. Just concentrate. Well, it's kind of hard with them, you know, looking at me. There. No more pogs. Now remember, be mindful of your surroundings. Feel the remote. Can you feel it? No, but I felt that. Finn, I know the Force is strong with you. I sense it. Remember, a Jedi must let go. No! No! That's not letting go! And she takes his, um lightsaber away momentarily and gives him like a wooden lightsaber and then gives him this helmet 
Mm-hmm. As we've seen, it's the same training. Anakin to... do to Ahsoka recently. We've seen, you know, Obi Wan do this to um, Luke. Mm-hmm. So we. I think you mean same... Ahsoka do to Sabine. Sabine. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. Although we assume that Anakin maybe also did that to Ahsoka. Which we have a name for it now, which is I can't remember. Oh, it's the name of a samurai. Yep, um... you look that up. I'll keep going. Um, but unfortunately, Finn. Is not only struggling with this. Sadochi. Sadochi. No. Sadochi. No, it's Satoichi. It's Satoichi. No, it's Zatochi. Oh, Zatochi. Okay. Zatochi. Yep, sorry. <laughs> anyway. Finn is getting frustrated, but Ray is getting even more frustrated, primarily because she's focused on the fact that she is struggling with being a Jedi mentor master mm-hmm. sort of thing um and she kind of just blatantly ignores all of his requests to continue and ask if he's doing okay and she kind of like just shuns him and is like i gotta go read i gotta go read the jedi text which no jedi master ever does to go see whether or not she's doing things correctly right mm-hmm. and she's like very ingrained in this and then all of a sudden she gets this idea where she's like i've got to go to this jedi temple and learn what i'm doing wrong and she just leaves them there yeah and they're all like we're supposed to be celebrating life day what are you doing and she just like shoots off yeah it's it's one of those situations where you know, she, she's like put all this pressure on herself to be a good master, mm-hmm. and her whole thought process is like there is a right way to do it, which is following the Jedi books. It's and kind text. of ironic because I guess she's doing the exact opposite of what her master wanted, which was Luke being like, well, "No, Luke- I want nothing to do with you." <laughs> well, no, but rem- but also too, it's a parallel because in the Last Jedi, uh, Luke when he sees Yoda talks about like the there's the fire that happens and the the Jedi texts burn. Yeah. And Luke's like the Jedi text. You know, he has that line of like mm-hmm. the sacred Jedi text. And Yoda tells him like, no, that like it's it's all about what's passed down from like master to learner. We are what they grow they grow beyond, I think is mm. the line, right? Like You and, you remember way more than I do. I well, need to reread I, the I mean to rewatch these really badly. And and so like I think that's kind of like the key like yeah that's the key component, right? Of like I think she somehow she is so focused on these texts, like yeah. you know, in, in kind of the same way that Luke was until Yoda kind of like was like, no, you have to like. But you're right. She wants don't to be do this right. She wants to do this right. She right. doesn't have many much guidance, which I actually think is a pretty like heavy thing to be thinking about, like in this Legos movie. But like it, you know, she's like, I've got to go, and she's not doing it obviously to hurt. Finn's feelings, but that's inevitably what happens, right? right? He's like, I've done something wrong. And I think the other key is that she's not listening. I mean, you mentioned this, but she's not listening to him. No. She's more focused on this. How do I impart wisdom so he becomes, like, the best Jedi, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it, you, it, you could take out any learner, right, and, like, mm-hmm. put them in in the way she's trying to do it. Absolutely. Which is not the right way to teach. Yes. And you know that as yeah. a teacher. Mm-hmm. Do I? Yes, I didn't know. Yeah, you teach to I'm the student, right? Like, what yes, is the, there's yes. like a, yeah. Um. So she flies off, but before that, we also get to see, um, you know, Rose and Poe are there, and they're, you know, getting ready for, they're so excited for Life Day. I want to shout out, I just love the fact that everyone's like in traditional, like non- 
non like time or culturally specific Star Wars outfits. But then Poe Dameron's literally just wearing a fucking ugly Christmas sweater, which mm-hmm. I think is really funny. Um, also, I can we just say too, Poe's characterization in this is like it's so such a dork it's so weird he's just like a dork like he's, he's like, like crying all the time yeah. but then he like he's blaming it on like wookie fur which is like really insensitive to like it's like, like it's allergies i'm allergic to you like whatever anyway um so c3po's there dio's there r2's there they're all ready to get started they're ready for the tip yip which is apparently it's not an, like in the original holiday special at all I, l- I looked it up because I thought maybe Gormanda was like preparing tip yet, but that's not. But it's a type of non-sentient chicken. It specifically says it's non-sentient. Okay. And I don't know why. Maybe it's just like <laughs> Maybe they don't want us to think that we're like killing yeah. things that have sentience. But also, like, I just want, that's scary to I think want, of a non-sentient, a, chi- a chicken <laughs> that doesn't have like feelings or like reactions to things. I don't know. That seems really weird to me. I mean- Considering this is Star Wars and you got the droids and the clones. But it's a chicken. Also, I just want to call out, you set me up because in the outline, I forgot it was tip yip. You put top tip tip. That's why I got tripped uh, up. Oh, shut up. Deke's still <laughs> hanging up name. on that. Anyway. Top tip tip. You should have known. Top tip tip. Uh, it was, however, referenced in the 2018 Choose Your Own Adventure book starring Chewie and Han. Sure. And they talk about tip yip, you know? So anyway, they all try to keep her from leaving, but she ends up just speeding off. Um, Ray goes to Kordoku, which is a Jedi temple that, when I first saw it, looked like a giant Christmas tree, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably purposeful. Like it's just yeah. like a pine tree, you know, wintry thing. Um, but inside, she finds this artifact. There's like these crystalline, like crevices. And I thought at first, I thought like a Kyber crystal, right? It's very Kyber crystal esque because they're all like mm-hmm. yellow and green and purple and blue. And she has like this bouquet of crystals that she finds. And when she uses it, she like grabs it and she realizes that she can use it to create a portal to different time periods. Mm -hmm. And this part was really cool. I love the special effects and Lego stuff. Like I love the way they decide to like make things happen. One of my favorite things is like the detail of like the warped portal with like the translucent Legos instead of like the um like like solid color Legos. I just thought that was really cool. Um, so I kind of just wrote. I just kind of like pinpointed the little sequences that we see here because the main thing that where we find is that she's seeing all so she goes here and is trying to discover what she's doing wrong right and so the portal seems to be showing her jedi masters training their padawans Mm -hmm. that's what we think we're supposed to be witnessing here and then later on they kind of talk about it again and we we discover like the true thing is the relationships between these people right right now it's like what are the she's focused on what are the jedi masters really teach how are they teaching their padawans so we get to see some of the main like little timeless moments that we've seen throughout star wars so we see yoda and luke on dagobah Now the rock. Concentrate. That's Master Luke. And that must be... Yoda! Somehow we were on Dagobah when Luke Skywalker received his training. Can you imagine the profound Jedi wisdom they're sharing? Master Yoda? The blood is really starting to rush to my head. Concentrate, young Skywalker. Concentrate! Master and apprentice. 
Maybe I could learn something from this. You want me to lift my X-Wing out of the swamp? With only the Force? All right, I'll try. No, do or do not. There is no try. Isn't trying like a good thing? Participation trophies for Jedi, there are not. I love Luke's characterization in this because he's such a little dude. Like he's got he's got his shirt off, and he's got his little surfer hair, and he's like, "Yo, I'm trying to sure I'll try to get this ship out of the wa water, but like, come on, like why are we doing well, this?" And like it's funny because Yoda's like, "Do or do not." There's no try, and Luke's like, Sh "Aren't I supposed to try? Like, isn't trying the important part?" And like, <laughs> and Yoda's just like, "Shut up." Yeah, like I just love that. It's so yeah, good. The the Lego humor in this, too. I love it in this scene, especially. Like, instead of uh, instead of Yoda being on Luke's back, he he's like... I think Luke is doing, like, a handstand and Yoda's, like, standing on his feet or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, lift the, the ship out of the water. Like, it, it's very... Very Lego humor heavy. I like, will say though, I hate Lego Yoda. He's so creepy looking. <laughs> He's not as bad as um Rebels Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Ba weird baby slick Yoda, baby smooth Yoda. Still don't like him. But this guy has weird sharp razor teeth, which I think Yoda probably does have sharp teeth because baby gr baby Yoda because Grogu has those little sharp teethers, which are cute. Yeah. But his eyes are weird. Like I don't know. He's got I a mean, weird face. The the tier ranking of Yodas is like classic Yoda puppet. Then it's from like what from best to worst from best yeah to best worst. is baby Grogu because That's not, he's I'm the talking cutest about Yoda okay so you have puppet yes J Jim Henson have... yes yes was it Jim Henson yeah I never oh I should know that I'm pretty sure yeah anyway you have puppet Yoda yeah <laughs> then you have I think CGI Yoda probably goes right yeah. underneath of it he's pretty as... good then it's uh, oh no, Clone Wars Yoda, I would put above CGI. Yes. Even though that is a CGI. But he's better looking. Then it's CGI Movie Yoda. Yes. Then it's Rebels Yoda or Lego Yoda? Lego Yoda, slightly better. Slightly better. The worst is Rebels and Yoda. And then it's Rebels it's Yoda. It's Smooth Baby Yoda. There you have it, folks. That is Peerless. the definitive ranking of Yodas. Absolutely. Give me some more. Send me some more crazy ass looking Yodas. I know there are more of them. Anyway. The next scene that we see is Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan waiting to meet the Trade Federation. And I love this because we get to see, like, Obi-Wan is literally banging his head on the table. And he's like, I'm bored. I don't want to be here. I don't want to talk to the Trade Federation. And it's just, I don't know. It's just very, very cute. Um, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Obi-Wan is like, I don't want to do this. And, and you know, Qui-Gon Jinn's like, we've got, you know, there's some things we just have to do. And then the room's filled with gas and they have to ignite their lightsabers and they start fighting. And then Obi-Wan's like, yeah. And then the set, the next one is they're in a turbo lift uh, where with Anakin and Obi-Wan who um, Ray is on top of the turbo lift with BB-8. And she's like, I don't think they saw us. And then of course we hear, hello there. And we get Obi-Wan and Anakin, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Also, just to to cut in, breaking news, Yoda was not a Muppet. Jim Henson consulted, but he was not a Jim Henson. I don't think he was specifically a Jim Henson creation. From what oh. I am able to see, Yoda is not a Muppet. Uh, I didn't say he was a Muppet. I just said, like, he was a Jim Henson puppet. Is he a Jim Henson? No, Jim Henson. Yeah, he was a Lucasfilm and oh, Industrial consultant. Light Magic. Yeah. But he was. Purely but there's Miss Piggy right there, right yeah, that's next. To, 
Just saying. Anyway, we don't listen. If we get that wrong, then I think we officially get well, a license revoked. No, so. I'm just saying that like Jim Henson is the like. Oh, Jim Henson is daddy. Central puppeteer. Yeah, like we know that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but it doesn't. Uh, okay. I didn't say he made him, but you're right. <laughs> Uh, maybe I did. Roll Listen, the tape okay, back. Listen, okay, here's what you do. Roll the tape back. Roll the tape back. Take a drink. Every time Cass said Jim Henson. And theoretically. <laughs> and theoretically. And every time you hear this is how Anytime we do Anytime Tommy said tip yip wrong. That was not my fault. This We started at the jump when we started this podcast. Nope. We said we were going to be wrong nope. all the time. Not this episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the time. We yep. said we were going to be wrong. And we're right. And we're that. right about that. Which means that we're always right. Yep. Exactly. Gracie agrees. <laughs> The last one we see is, uh, again, we're doing these little shoot sequences. They're in the trench. Uh, she's in the trenches with Luke fighting the X in the X-Wing to shoot down the Death Star. Um, and it's like really annoying because she's like in his lap and he's I like. I like this scene. I'm going to so just dumb. be honest. No, it was really dumb. The, the, there I, was like definite like shot for shot clips from like the original movie. Yes. Like with Han Solo like being like, woo! And like Darth Vader and his ship, and oh, like that? use the fullest Luke. Like obviously we get all that, but like Ray, get out of the way. Like, that shit was really cool. I think they could have done something better if they wanted to incorporate the scene. Her being in the X wing with Luke, I don't know why. It just annoyed me to my core. Yeah, and I she can't, was very annoying. I can't put my finger on it's why. It's because it was a very pivotal moment, and she needed to get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> She was not, it's not helping. Even, it's not even that. I just think that there was something like I. It felt kind of lazy. I it think. did. Like, yeah. Um, but all, but I will say though, I'm glad you did say that because I do think the Lego of it all in this scene is really fucking cool. Yes. The Lego uh, Millennium Falcon, the little clips, yeah, is so cool. I love Han Solo's little chiseled jawline. It's yeah. So cute. Yeah, all that is is awesome. They just needed to fix how Ray is actually incorporated. Exactly. Yes. So meanwhile, on the actual Falcon in this time frame on Kashyyyk again, Poe is trying to roast the Tipyuk with the exhaust engines, which C-3PO is at the helm. He'll, he, C-3PO just, I said C-3PO, just gets to the Millennium Falcon and like is helping him, which this is why I have a problem. 3PO doesn't say anything until the very end of the fucking movie. When you know that bitch, his mouth is running a thousand miles a minute all the time. He would not have. He would not have signed up for this. He would not have said this was a good idea. He explicitly would have said that he does not believe it is a good idea, multiple times. And yet he just silently takes the reins and just turns the engine on. Have you noticed that he doesn't say a word until the very end of the movie? That is very bizarre. He's like dead quiet every single time there's a scene with him. I need you to go back at some point and rewatch this because it's very disturbing to me. I, he doesn't say a word. His face is blank. And I'm just concerned. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if like they couldn't get Anthony Daniels to like the very end of the movie and say one thing. But like when he said something, it blew my fucking mind because I was like, is he just mute this whole time? Like, did they not get Anthony Daniels for it? And then all of a sudden, Anthony Daniels said something. And I was like, what? This is the most talkative character. He's constantly interrupting other people. How is he just silently sitting there for all of 10 minutes and not saying something? So. I'm really frustrated. (laughs) I'm really mad. It just occurred to me how fucking hard we're going on this children's movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I'm doing this outline. I'm ready for this. Like, we're going in. It's different than like all the other shows that we've done. Because <laughs> those are like 
Like, this is explicit. Like, when you sit down to watch this, it is, like, explicitly, like, you, from jump. It's just fun and cute. <laughs> but this part really fucked me up, dude. Like, it really fucked me up. No, I, I, listen. You're... We watch it. No, after this, we I'm putting on that part. Rewind. And you're going to be like, this is very bizarre. It is very Uncanny Valley to see a no. C-3PO at the front of the you're scene right. and you're not right. say anything. And he does it at different parts. It's not just this part. He doesn't say anything in any other scene he's in. And then at the very end, he's like, oh, he just says like one thing. And it's like, what? why weren't you talking? What happened? Did someone turn off your voice box? Like, you're, not, you're not wrong. I... I'm losing my voice. I just got over a cold and I'm losing my voice because I'm so mad about this. At this children's movie. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm just confused. Anyway, <laughs> then we jump to they're having a bad time. Nothing's going right. But then we go back to Ray, who's seen all of these sequences and she's like literally dancing. She's so excited. She's like, this is the best life day ever. Like, this is the coolest thing. I know exactly what I want to do. But then... Before it gets too good to be true, we get to the second Death Star and we see Palpatine gloating, gloating, gloating about his trap above Endor. And Vader tries to gain his favor. This is where we have him, him being like, "Here's your mug, Daddy," and it says, "Galaxy's best emperor." And you might have forgotten, but it's today's life day. Today's life essentially day. Essentially, and he's like, you know, obviously, like, where's my present? And he doesn't get shit. And then um, he's like asking Palpatine, like. You know, I was thinking we should call it like Star Killer Base instead of like <laughs> Death Star Two because that feels kind of derivative. And Palpatine's like, mm, "No, I don't like that." Uh, that was, so that it's was just a this funny cute line. little banter. Yeah, exactly. So then this is where we see Ray peeks in on another master in a Padawan, and this is Palpatine and Darth Vader. However, they notice her, and Darth Vader follows Ray through the portal. And we hear Palpatine's mug uh, come flying as it it because clink, it, it clinks off a of BB-8 when he throws it. That's what it is, and that's how they realize he's there. Which is I'm really glad funny. we got that detail. Yeah, sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> and then, um, and so now Ray and Darth Vader are like fighting through all these different moments. They're going through like battles in time, and there's this other little sequence. Obviously, like this is where the the story turns and everything bad happens. On the Falcon, Chewbacca's family shows up. I think. Yes, and I was. Well, I say I think because none of them look like what they did in the life days. Well, I think they, they've, they've grown up. So it's, you have, um, I, I'm 90% sure his name is not. But the old man is just gray. They he didn't... actually looks real cute. He's like a real cute Lego. He doesn't look like really like cracked out and scary like he does in the original. Well, and I was going to say, I mean, Lumpy is there, I think. Yeah, it's... Lumpy grew into a, a nice young man. Nice young man. And he doesn't go, anymore which is horrifying that was a really good lumpy that was a good lumpy um, i didn't that's because i have snot in my nose but anyway um one thing that i did like visibly like like spit my drink out at laughing at was that one of two uh cranky i think is his no cranky is cranky kong cranky kong <laughs> he's very cranky kong to, uh, to be fair the the chewbacca family and the the donkey kong, donkey kong family, they're very, very similar, similar which i love anyway uh Paw Paw, let's call him for now. He tries to eat porgs. He keeps trying. He literally puts porgs into his mouth. And I think that's really funny. Um, and so they're like stopping him from eating the porgs. So then, like I said, going back. Ray itchy. Dar- itchy. Yes. Itchy, itchy. He's trying to eat porgs. He literally just like raw dogs a porg. Like just pops it into his mouth. 
Um, and then Ray and Darth Vader are fighting through a series of events again. We see battles this time, right? They go onto Hoth and Darth Vader sees himself and they're like, that's not me. And he's like, no, you loser. That That's not me. I'm me. And they're like fighting each other because that's exactly what Darth Vader would do. Like as extremely ridiculous as it is, obviously it's a caricature, but like. It's based on some true shit, right? Because Darth also, Vader's so power hungry and like stubborn. Like it's also funny too because the stormtroopers are like portrayed as being like very like dumb. He's like yes. they're like which one do we listen to? Yeah, they're where like, do we go? That's also you, kind of like it's very it's yes. very funny. It's um, great. I I liked this scene. I liked the traveling through space. I mean, we get like. We don't have to. Uh, the one I wanted to point out was Obi and Anakin on Mustafar because. Oh, yeah. That was so good. I can't even remember what Anakin says, but he says something, like, really poignant. Like, Obi-Wan is like, I don't know. He says something, and Anakin's like, well, dust, you idiot. Like, he just, like, yells and at he him. he says, like, like, I know that, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, it's just yeah. really good. We see them on Navarro. We see them with Din Djarin and Grogu. We that literally have, like, a little Mandalorian clip. I mean, it's this, it's, it, so it's funny because, like, initially, I think, like you said, I thought this was going to be a, a very not nightmare before christmas uh christmas carol <laughs> that i thought this be... was going to be very christmas carol right yes. where it was like ray was getting you know visiting these like masters of old kind of thing and then it turns into just this chaotic like yeah. spiral through Literally. all of you know time through you know yes. the uh, uh the republic era into you know that the empire era even that's where we get like the clone troopers mm-hmm. and everything like that and everybody gets kind of sucked in and pulled through so literally I- the last moment is i love this so it's like all chaos and then it's really quiet and we see a beautiful binary sunset on tatooine and a young luke farm boy is standing on the edge of his 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 on uncle's land drinking blue milk from a carton (laughs) and then a portal opens up in the sky and a shit ton of people just fall out a fucking star destroyer falls out it's it's pretty good it's pretty good it's pretty hilarious although i will say it's like someone literally dumped their box of star wars legos onto the ground it did give me anxiety and how like they were gonna clean this all up because at the end, I'm jumping Don't way ahead. Don't be stepping on that shit. Don't be stepping on them like <laughs> I'm jumping way ahead, but like the end of it, Ray ends up like going back in time and putting people to like, like the right them place. Back in place, essentially. <laughs> but I was like, why did I was totally expecting at the end for them to just have like Ray to go back to herself and be like, hey, like just talk, just talk to your friend. Yeah. That's all you need. And then, like, Realize, not have any oh. of it happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was expecting that to happen, but that's probably too meta for a children's movie. It was it was very bizarre, but I love that. One little shout out. So, essentially, like, all these little light and dark characters, kind of very Toy Story-esque, all fall into a pile. And they end up dividing up from light and dark and fighting each other. And my favorite, my favorite one is fucking the... Darth Maul with no legs yeah. doing fucking <laughs> he's got his lightsaber and he's doing like breakdance moves just like going ham because in my IMO I believe Darth Vader or not Darth Vader sorry I believe Darth Maul is the most skilled with a Jedi with a lightsaber I think he is the most skilled fighter in my opinion I mean he doesn't have half a body and he can still fight so just saying so that happens eventually they clean this up somehow and Ray, Luke and Darth Vader are sucked into the portal again. They're back on Kordoku. They're fighting over this crystal key, which Vader eventually gets from her. And this is when Ray's like, okay, now it's finally the worst life day ever. While Luke is just chugging, chugging like some blue milk in a corner. 
And Darth Vader brings the crystal back to his emperor who wants to go into the future where the Jedi are destroyed. And he brings them 30 years into the future. And this is when we get this really weird moment where Kylo Ren becomes part of the scene. And our first moment of Kylo Ren as a Lego is he is shirtless. <laughs> With the hype Being up. angry. And I love it. It's the total meme. And I love that Hux is totally gay and is just like mesmerized by his pecs and like very blatantly cannot stop looking at his abdomen. I thought he was looking at the the where his pants were and was like well, very thrown off. He literally says like, something about his abs. Like he says like the pectoral region. Like yeah. he literally says that. So it's just I, really I agree. Funny. I, think, it's I adorable. think it was very much Hux's hot for it, Who's n- It's so cute. Anyway... Uh, Darth Vader and Ben basically just start this whole thing where they're vying for the Emperor's attention and like who's going to be his next Padawan because this is when we discover that Ben tells the Emperor well oh yeah Darth Vader ends up throwing you down a shaft (laughs) and so the Emperor's like the fuck he's like okay well then now you can be my Padawan right or you can be my um, my second in command so this is when this entire plot begins. Yeah, you know, it is interesting. As much as we've talked about this being a children's movie, this relies on a ton of Star Wars knowledge. Like, yes. it is it is built on yeah. the foundation of, like, you're going to know D- Bradley Baker's, like, one-liner. Yep. Which means you're going to have watched all of Clone Wars. Yes. You're going to have watched all the new movies. You're going to have watched all the original movies. It's for us. Like, it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's, like, it's it's... It's tr- I think it's trying to be for everyone, and it doesn't necessarily succeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot of chaos. <laughs> like, I just, I that ju- that just occurred to me, like, how much, like, lore you have. Like, if you were to put this on for, like, a 10-year-old or something, like, yeah. they would enjoy the Lego pieces, but they're not going to sure. get the story. Like- so, speaking of lore, so this, like, convoluted part of the plot is, like, that Palpatine is trying to, like, convince Kylo to become... They're gonna go back... They're gonna go back in time, and they're gonna go back to that Endor part, and... Palpatine's like, go kill Darth Vader, and then you can become my apprentice, and we'll, we'll, you know, together we'll, we'll, we'll conquer the galaxy, blah, blah, blah. But back on Kashyyyk Millennium Falcon time, the party really cranks the fuck up, because... Even though everything's going bad and the tip has been burned, Rose has fucking invited Max Rebo himself. <laughs> I gasped audibly because you know Max Rebo is my boy. But there was this weird moment where they were like, where's the rest of your band? And he says something and it clearly sounds like everyone else is dead. Well, I think, it, is it supposed to follow like the events of Book of Boba Fett where but like they all get blown was up? Was Max Rebo in the cantina though? Mm-hmm. And I know I talked yeah. about this. I don't remember that. Yep. I yeah. thought it was a different Cantina band. I'm trying to see when Book of Boba Fett aired. R.I.P., dude. Poor Rebo, man. Oh, no, this would have been... This would have been... Book of Boba Fett would have been after this, technically. So, I don't know. But they were. They were in Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I just figured they died of old age and he was the only one that was alive still. <laughs> it was, like, really sad. But anyway... Um, then we have Lando. So now we're just getting all these refs, right? So Lando comes in with Jana and Maz Kanata, who's apparently dating Chewbacca now, and they like roll around together. It was really weird. 
And then there's like tons of other people that come in. We see Amon Calamari, who we can assume is Admiral Akbar, but I don't want to assume because I, I think don't it was, know. No, I think it was because but he says that's a wrap. Yeah. I was going to say oh, it. Sorry. So there's this whole little, I love that. There was this whole little sequence where he gives Lando a, a present and it's not a blue cape. It's a wrap. And I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> that was really good. Again, another random reference that a 10 year old probably doesn't know, but you know, whatever. Um, Meanwhile, Ray is griping back in the cave in Cordoku. She feels like everything's lost. She doesn't know what to do. She's still there with this like sad little Luke baby who's drinking out of a milk carton. And Yoda tells her that all teachers fail and she needs to learn from her failure. And remember that the most important thing was that, as I mentioned earlier, was not the teachers teaching their people, but being their friends. Friendship. Being there with them. And he shows her, just like in Christmas Carol, you know, referencing different moments, everybody's celebrating and enjoying themselves on the Falcon and a tree that they cut, which I think is fucking blasphemous for Life Day, cutting a tree down on Kashyyyk. What? That cannot be correct. Anyway, another thing I'm really mad about. The tree falls and um, Finn catches it with his like little fake lightsaber and so she sees that he like learned a move and he says like i learned it from my master and so it's like oh my god he really is learning things from me i was gonna say i was gonna say too yoda is like the master of failure like too like if you really he he just rolled over and died no i'm just kidding (laughs) anyway so she realizes that she has the power in her still and she doesn't even need the bouquet of crystals and she like makes her own portal or whatever. Well, no, and she gathers when, crystals yes. back up. But. Yeah. But then she goes through a sequence of basically here's when we wrap up the story and like she puts everyone back in their place. There's a moment where she is fighting with Master Luke and Blue Milk Luke who gets just knocked the fuck out. And he's got blue milk dribbling out of his face and Palpatine's fighting them and Kylo Ren's fighting them. And then there's like a moment for the newer generation for, um, you know, Ray's movies where Kylo's like, you could join me, Ray. We can be together. And like, there's obviously a connection. Like she knows who he is. She remembers what happened, but she can't say anything. But she ends up throwing him, his ass back into his place too. So that eventually... Darth Vader can, of course, throw Palpatine back down the reactor shaft. And as Palpatine goes down the shaft this time, he's kind of like, maybe I should be a good guy. And then he dies. <laughs> that was a really silly moment. I it don't, was interesting. I don't, I don't know, know why they did that. It was it was really kind of weird, honestly. I, yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was for last. It was like a Grinch. It was yeah. like a gr- riff on the Grinch, basically, right? Uh, like the yeah. Grinch, I think. Like the Grinch is like... You know, I'll be a good guy after all. And so that's kind of, you know. Or uh, Scrooge. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. But yeah, it still felt kind of weird, but it was fine. It was funny. My last, some of my last quotes or my last notes for this. I'm going back to this. I'm sorry. I'm not going to stop. Ray then sends Luke back to Tatooine and rejoins her friends. 3PO finally says words. They all dance and cut the tip yip and celebrate life day together. Because I'm telling (laughs) you, this bitch didn't say shit. I I'm believe really you. concerned about this. Anyway, what I love about the ending of this, though, is that I this whole time I kept harping on Christmas Carol, and then they actually reference this in Wikipedia, and then I have two pictures Shout that I Wikipedia. showed you. Um, it's really like 
Burl Ives, who is the narrator of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, yes. which is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, like one of my top Christmas movies. I love the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation like movie. And he's literally wearing the same exact outfit as the Burl Ives snowman. Like he's got the little bowler cap and the Argyle like vest. And he's like just in a snowdrift somewhere like. I was, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is like, you have to look at the image. Um, I'll post it. Yeah, it's super cute. So as much as I was like annoyed, I still am. I really want to get to the bottom of the C-3PO thing. I think there's something to that. I'm not kidding. I think there's a conspiracy <laughs> that I'm unfolding. But it was really sweet and fun. Even though it was... You're right. It was chaotic. When you, when you mention, like, I don't... You're like, you know, a 10-year-old watching this. Like, I don't see how they could follow the story. They're not going to follow the story. They're going to yeah. follow the shiny le- Legos. Like, I mean, a 10-year-old's not that young, but like that is what they're going to do, you know? Yeah, I, I overall, I mean, I, I think we talked about it a little bit before, but like I definitely think like it's a cute movie, but it's not not one that I'm going to return to. Like if I'm going to watch like a uh, uh, Christmas We're going to watch the yeah. 1978. For sure. Fucking phenomenal holiday special. I don't tell, I don't, I don't care what the fuck you say. That movie is so good. Yeah, it's great. And I mean, again, like this one is not, well, I don't, we don't usually talk about things as being like good or bad, typically, like when we're, it's just there, but it's just, it's not like, it's not one that like tickles our fancy, but like, I think it's, if you want to put it on, if you haven't watched it, like watch it at least once. There's some really cute little moments. I think it's a great movie to have on in the background because you can like look and go, Oh, haha, I get that. Like, that's funny. And then, like, move on. It's more of a movie that, like, has a ton of referential jokes and, you know, has, like, some fun animation. Like, that's that's basically... And that's I think that's all it was made to be. Like, yes, it, it, absolutely. it accomplished its goal 100%. So. Yeah. I'm sure it was a blast to make. You know, it was yeah. probably really fun to do, but... Yeah. yeah. It was fun, though. It was an enjoyable little thing. You know, sometimes you need stuff like that in the holidays because, like, your brain is already melted. For sure. You know, like our, I know ours was melted. I, right before this vacation, I was very sick and I'm just finally getting over it. And so like watching this was like the most uncomplicated, fun little thing. Uh, you know, it, you need stuff like that. You need little shit like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is it for today's episode. We will be seeing you after our vacation in Disney. I cannot wait to show our videos and our pictures. If you want to follow us anywhere, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Distant Echoes SW on both. Or you can shoot us an email at DistantEchoesSW at gmail.com. Yeah. You can easel. You can ESO. <laughs> You can also find each of us individually. Tommy, where are you located on this galaxy? I am at Awkward Comma on most platforms. And I am at Cassie Thulu. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And please, if you like what our, we're doing, try to give us a rating or whatever. Don't try. You you could try, but you, do or do not. You should you should do it because that would be very nice. And we're a proud member of the Glitter Jaw Podcast Collective. If you're looking for other queer media podcasts, check out the full roster of our Glitter Jaw shows, which we highlighted at the beginning of this episode at glitterjaw.com. We'll see you next time, and we're going to take you out with a little bit of our favorite Christmas carol. <laughs> Joe, Joe Blasto, Joe Blasto, 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 Blasto Mooly Ra. 
Otapanayakata, Boyapichapa. That's probably how it goes. This is how we do it. Goodbye. This is how we do it. It's Friday night.